Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Ladies, have you ever had one of those uncomfortable headlight moments? Don't you want to be heard without distraction? Bezzy broad discs are your solution. Go to justwantedtoask.com and look for Bezzy broad discs. Hello, everyone. I am thrilled today to be here with Sincere. She's an artist. I met her at a holistic health event. It was so exciting to meet her and see her artwork. And I really wanted to spend some more time getting to know her. So welcome, Sincere, to the podcast. I am happy to have you here. So thank you so much for inviting me in. Let's talk about you. You've said that uh, you your artwork is well tell us how you began with your artwork how how young were you when you discovered that you were an artist the very earliest memory that i have is when i was very young probably 2 3 years old my dad always got me crayons and markers and anything for color cuz i love to color and i would color on all kinds of pieces of paper, anything that I found, whether it was coloring books or sometimes it was gum wrappers. I would just, I had to write and draw in color on everything. Color was everything to me. As soon as I had color, I couldn't let go of it. When I was about four years old, it was the first time I used bright colors to communicate in art as far as different than what it was. I painted a small rabbit, but I painted it blue and green instead of the traditional brown or white. And from that moment, when I realized you could paint any color, then that was it. Bright colors always. And I love doing portraits. I love being able to see their energy. I love being able to see what their personality is like and just the different features that they have. And seeing energy in color, it allows me to put the proper colors in their energy as well when I do their portrait. That's amazing. Now, you also sense energy. Tell us more about that. Other than an artist, I'm also a Hayoka empath. And it's the rarest of all empaths that are, that survive, that are around in the world, I guess. And that's Native American. Sincere means good morning sunshine. My birth family is Lakota Sioux and Irish. And with that, I see energy. I see it in color. So when I see people's energy or their aura, I can see it in plants and animals also. I didn't realize that this was unique until I got a little bit older, but I used those colors to create in the art as well. And you mentioned when we were speaking before that you you sense not only um, the energy of people in our world, but also sense energy of people who have passed as well. How does that factor into your artwork? 
That is a, a great question. Um, trying to put that into words. It's the energy, of course, as I said, I see I see in color, but also to the energy vibration. I can feel the vibrations in the energy. And how that works with my artwork is the different colors have different vibration, but when I'm using those colors, I feel those vibrations also much, much more impactful than if I wasn't using them. It's like red is a very high vibrant. And then of course the greens and blues are lower, but still high. But the vibration, it helps me also to sense people's emotions and their feelings too. And people use color, the power of color, without even realizing it. When you wear something, you think about what you're going to wear, where you're going to wear. If you write bright yellow, you know, it's all bright and sunshiny. And then if sometimes you wear all black and <laughs> we want to usually not be out and not be seen, right? We kind of hide out in the back. So people already use the power of color without even realizing so you paint portraits of some famous people, and then you also paint portraits of people who have commissioned you to do portraits. Tell us about the difference. How did you how did you decide that you were going to paint historical figures and other figures? I love history. I love history, and I think that we are responsible to take care of that history and the culture and how we got here today. We can't forgive, forget everything that has been before us. I love history because it says so much to contribute to today. In the portraits of historic figures, they're so powerful because their energy and determination and hard work and everything that they put forward, like Rosa Parks behind me, her energy is very beautiful, soft, lovely, feminine energy. But what she'd gone through and the movement that took place because of what she did has really changed our world, obviously. Um, but you can still see, even though she went through much, this is her mugshot, that her colors are still very soft and feminine. And like Diana Reeland in the middle was a very powerful woman. And she told everyone what to do and where to go and how to look. And she used her strength to help others. But you can see the differences in the color of their energy. For sure. And you told me, you've told me in the past, that the background that you've chosen for Diana Vreeland also came from her, uh, her apartment. Manhattan apartment. Yeah, that was the wallpaper in her living room, the Manhattan. And it was also the couch, I believe. The couch was the same fabric and the fabric was put on all the walls. The, the red. She said that she wanted her apartment to look like a garden in hell. <laughs> I think she did well. Amazing. So... We were at a, a vendor event, a holistic health fair, and a lot of people came up to you. Um, when you're when you've been asked to do a portrait of someone, how do you choose those colors as well? Uh, you're you're in some instances you're meeting them face to face. In other instances, you're meeting them through a phone or online. Um, you spoke about when you meet people in person, um, you have them do, uh, it, it, to me, it looks like a Rorschach test. <laughs> yes. 
So, but you have them choose colors or do something with colors. How do you do that? So I've taken my gift and my ability, the talent and the gift, and I put them together for a, I call it paint reading. And it's a Rorschach inkblot test meets tea leaf reading. So I have the person I'm doing the reading for put five marks of paint on a piece of paper. I fold it in half, rub it together, and then open it. And then I do the energy reading on that painting. The painting they get to keep, but when you put the paint on the, the paper, it puts your energy into it. So as we know that energy can impact us, it, we can also impact energy. So for all energy. So our, our awareness of color and how it impacts us in the vibration we know that it changes our energy and energy of others. And so I wanted to see, can we then in return change the energy of color? Can we impact color energy the same way it can impact us? Because we're all energy. So it took me two and a half years, <laughs> but I figured it out. That's incredible. Okay. So what have been some of the most interesting um readings that you've done and what have you noticed about the people you've met because when you're at an event like we were at there are maybe a hundred people milling around mm -hmm. and how do you decipher the the energy in the air and the people that you're in front of mm. what I do for readings in order to focus and stay focused. When I'm reading the person's energy, I imagine them in an all white space and that kind of blocks out all the extra. And then anything that comes up in that space, I'll see things, hear things and feel things. And I'll tell them what that is and then explain to them what I'm seeing. And then I can look further in their path, but I literally will just go into their energy. I'll have them take some deep breaths to lower their energy and then I can step into their energy and feel those things that they're feeling as well, which is really helpful if I'm doing readings for people who can't communicate for themselves. And so then you then from there, you decide on the colors and the palette. The If I'm doing a portrait. Mm -hmm. Yes. If I'm doing a portrait, I will either look at them if they're in person or I'll have them send a few photographs to me and then read their energy in their portraits and see what colors are in their energy and their personality as well. I'm actually amazed um, by the whole concept of energy and space. Um, to, I've been learning recently how powerful it is that we can feel energy through great distance. Yes, yes. My children hate it because when they're fighting, I don't even have to be in the house and know. <laughs> they they don't like, how do you always know? Because I can feel their energy as well. <laughs> so it has its good points and not so good points. But yes, it doesn't matter the long distance. And that's why I wanted to see because we know how energy impacts us. So let's impact energy. How do we do that? And a lot of people are like, okay, we send out positive energy. But can we impact energy that's physical? And that's why I started doing the Rorschach inkblot test of readings, because that's the person's energy, putting the paint on and moving it around. And the paintings, when I open them, they actually lay out on the bottom is past, the center, present, and the top is future. 
So it, it gives me its own layout. And then I can see in different areas about other people's energy that show up in theirs or experiences they've had, but all their energies in there. How did you come to understand that there were different sections within that test? I was, um, it's not really a test. Just well, a yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, so, I didn't quite know how to put it. It's the, those two and a half years. I just did um, readings over and over and over. And I start seeing where things would lay out. And I started recognizing that past things were on the bottom. And they kind of put themselves in that own order. So it was really interesting. So I know when I'm looking at it, okay, the past is on the bottom. Because when I did those readings, those two years, developing the process, it really sort of fell into it itself that way. So I thought that was interesting. A lot of experimenting went on, but it was fascinating to do these different readings and to see meet other people and then have them. And then when I pointed out different things, like, wow, that's amazing. You can see that. And sometimes they were saying, these are things I haven't thought of in years and years. So it's just incredible to see what actually shows up in those readings. There was a reading I had done for a little boy. His mom brought him over and he, I did some reading on the paint for him. And then he wanted to speak to his uncle because I'm a medium as well. And so the mom was there and it was her brother that had passed. And so the uncle came through. He's really close to the little boy. And one of the things he told them is that his room was a mess and he showed them a bunch of stuff under the bed. <laughs> and he's like, what? And the mom asked him, is that true? And he said, yeah. So we never know what they're going to say. They always say some really interesting things. But just because we don't have our physical bodies anymore, we're still the exact same person. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um... Wow. So, but you feel energy in a lot of different beings. And I know you recently, you recently uh, got a dog. <laughs> yes. And it's amazing. Um, I had a dog years ago who showed up on our doorstep and my husband looked at me and said, um, that the dog looked like he, he was a pit bull. He had a pit mouth. And he said, well, we don't know this dog. We don't know um, whether he's okay. And I looked at the dog and immediately felt comfort. Yeah. I had a connection with this dog. There was just no doubt about it. Um, speaking with you, I would say, yes, his energy it, it just filled me with trust and uh, he was wonderful you must also i i shouldn't put words in your mouth but <laughs> i would think that you also feel the energy so when you met the dog that you currently have you immediately did you immediately feel that that connection I did. I, I did feel it. He was a little nervous at first, me a new person. I was like, this is an amazing dog. And once he got used to my energy, we're inseparable. He follows me everywhere. Ben. Big Ben. Come here. Oh, he's sleeping. We can get him to come over. He's, come here. He's sleeping. Yeah, he was adopted by accident. I had actually done a reading for someone at an event and like a week later. Come on, this side. And a week later, she's like, do you know anyone who wants a dog? And I said, let me text everyone. Let me try to find a good, a good home. But it turns out not a lot of people are waiting around for Rottweilers to show up. So yeah. we got them. Come here, Ben. 
Well, he is amazing. Mm-hmm. What a sweet, sweet dog. Come here. Come say hi. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't can know you, whether we can no. get him on camera. Oh, no, there's his nose. There's his nose. Big bed. Oh, look. The bed? No. Oh, no. He's too can't. shy. Yeah, you're we shy. can't you're get the shy guy. Good guy. That's sweet, though. So, when you're out and about, how do you block yourself from the energy that's around you? Um, it's easier some days than others. Some days the energy is so powerful, especially if it's in a large event, like where it's focused energy. Um, it can be overwhelming. Like it, like at a, a big baseball game or something where there's a lot of focus energy in one direction, the energy gets very, very powerful. And it's to me, it, you can almost feel like it's dense, like a dense energy that's heavy in the air. Um, if there's a highly negatively charged situation or like the protests that are going on and all these things, I definitely have to stay like miles away because that energy radiates out. Yeah. It's that part. It can be difficult, but usually in the store and things like that, where it's just a neutral type of energy, it's not too bad unless someone has an intense energy. If someone's going through something very extreme and emotional, I can't. I can see it across the room what there what's happening to them because their energy will start. I almost say like spilling out, but it looks different. It doesn't look in like it's supposed to. It'll just start kind of falling. Out, what if that makes sense? And it'll be different colors. But that intense energy I can see like from across the store. That must be so difficult. And then you also sense the energy of their guides, their spirit guides as well. Sometimes. Sometimes. The spirit guides and things, if I look for them, I can see them. But they're usually not too, too open. Um, but sometimes like if someone has an attachment, I can usually see that if they have something on their aura or their, you know, anything like that, I can see. So we spoke about people who actually meet you in person at an event, but let's say somebody sees your, your paintings because you do have, uh, your paintings on your website. Yes. So people can check out your website to see what you've done. Um, let's say somebody lives across the country and wants a portrait. Mm-hmm. What's the process? Then they send me some of the portraits or pictures of them. And so I choose a, the pose of the portrait on what suits their energy. And then I take the colors and everything from the portrait. So I'll put different portraits together, but the original outline design, I will use of the pose that suits them or what we're trying to say. But I'll use all the other pictures as well to look at how the energy is for that same person and get a better development of their energy color. So that's that is available. And how do people reach you? You can reach me by my website, sincere.com, and it's spelled S-I-N-C-E-A-R-A-Y dot com. Wonderful. And um, are you also on social media at all? I am working on that. Okay. Technology has escaped me. 
Not a problem, but your website's wonderful and people can reach you through your website. Yes, you can reach me through my website, sincere.com. My email is sincere at gmail.com. I do have many portraits. I also do other events as well, but the website, the best way to go. Excellent. Well, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. This has been truly a pleasure. Thank you so much. And, uh, I encourage everyone to go to your website, check out your portraits, and um, you'll be amazed, amazed at the colors. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you.